Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting-edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. This is James P. Friel. I am joined by the very beautiful, fuzzy-faced Dean Holland from across the pond in the UK. Dean Holland, how are you today, man? <laughs> Always good when I'm with you, my friend. Always good. <laughs> Flatter me, but keep going. Um, <laughs> so today we have uh, we have a really unique guest, Um who has a very interesting background from being in the corporate world, then in consulting, and now focused on how to bring the concepts of Einstein to the lowly entrepreneurs like you and me. Welcome to the show, Siobhan. Hey, I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you. Oh, so yeah. glad you could make it. Okay. We thought we actually thought this show may not happen today because uh, last minute there was some People start just jackhammering outside of your house or something, right? I work from home, you know, when I'm not on the road. And apparently my entire neighborhood has decided that everybody needs to redo their house without any advice or notification to their neighbors. And so there's just jackhammering starting promptly at eight, by the way. Yeah, that's perfect. That's ideal. I really wish I had a jackhammer sound to play right now on my soundboard, but I don't. So insert jackhammer sound here if I had one. So to sort of kick things off, what I really like about, you know, so many things, I've known you for a while now, but what I really like about what you're doing is that in some ways it's the good thing and in some ways it's the challenging thing. You're operating in a realm and in a space that most entrepreneurs are affected by but they're not necessarily in tune to. And you do a lot of work with, with energy and focusing on you know, how, to, uh, how to use energy in a very practical way. But I'm sure you have a much better way of explaining that. But can you sort of give like a 30,000-foot view of what you're up to right now to, you know, to Dean and I and to, to all the listeners so we can sort of get some context? Yeah, so we all look to like Steve Jobs or Elon Musk or Richard Branson and what are their secrets? What are they doing that's so unique? And, you know, they get into the strategy and they get into the tactics and they get into the, you know, all of the different cool things that they're doing. But there's something that they tap into and I've had an opportunity to hang out for several weeks with Richard Branson. So I know he's tapping into it, into this energetic alignment process that they don't even know that they are in tune with. They don't know that they have access to. They're just going and doing. And at the expense of others sometimes, in Steve Jobs' case, and even Elon Musk's case, they really just follow that. And when you're an entrepreneur, you kind of have to learn, actually, you totally have to learn how to tap into that and how to really turn off all of those other weird parts of your being and these guys have really 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 done it so i just take all of those things that seem out there and nebulous like you can feel when they're sharing something that there's some element missing 
Well, I've studied that for over 20 years and I bring that into the profits and the sales process and the online marketing and in the relationships in the organization in how to grow it so you don't sacrifice your health or the rest of your life. And so I just put that all into one package and make sure that it's, I call it progressive growth. So an upward trending cycle rather than the peaks and valleys. All right. So, so my, my first question this is a very serious question. Based on all of your years of experience, is there actually any hope for Dean? Like that's what we, <laughs> that's what we really want to know right now. Well, you know, there must be because he and I chatted <laughs> about my philosophy on how to do events and he followed it and he had success. So there must be hope. Okay. That's hugely, uh, that's hugely important for everybody else to know because now, now that we've established that we have a baseline. <laughs> Siobhan, just to be clear here, he's picking fun at me because he's just realized for the first time in a long time, he's no longer the most intelligent person on this call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deflecting. <laughs> it's a defense mechanism. All right, so, so you're, you're able to help people and you're working with entrepreneurs specifically to help them tap into this vast amount of energetic resource so that you know they, they can accomplish the, the mission and the things that they're, they're after without necessarily sacrificing their health and other things that typically go along with pushing so hard. Is that a fair statement? Generally, it's you focus on your health and then you get better and then you focus on your business and that gets better. But there's a whole wheel of it. And if you learn this process or use this process that I teach, then the wheel gets more even and it's easier to roll faster and do more with less. I like that. You're speaking my language now. So let's get some specifics here. Actually, one of the coolest calls I feel like I've had in a long time was the first time that you got back from hanging out with Richard Branson on Necker Island. And you had just really, I I feel like if anyone went there to extract the formula of, you know, how he's done what he's done and who he is and all that other stuff, like, I feel like we sent our best person in, (laughs) you know, like we, you got airdropped in like special ops and you're like, okay, I'm here to figure some shit out. Uh, So specifically, like you mentioned him, what is it about him and how does that tie into how you're helping other people sort of create maybe not multi-billion dollar empires, but certainly tapping into their, their ability to capitalize on their own potential? Wow. So first I'm going to say when I was invited to go, I was invited five times before I decided to say yes, because I was like, what is the point? You know, cool. He's a really cool dude. And so when I finally decided to go. I love that, right? She's like, "Ah, you know what, Richard, I'm going to stay home with all the jackhammering. You keep your island to yourself. (laughs) <laughs> I know, I don't know, you know, anyway, I've been several times since, but I thought, well, I have to understand what makes him him and why he has succeeded the way he has succeeded. And so when we were hanging out at lunch, we had this super deep conversation that was about life and death. And really, that's really the essence of what it came to. And the cool part about him is he looks for more life, right? And most entrepreneurs are looking for what isn't going to work. And he's looking for how can I improve something that's out there and make it work better and then get the word out there without paying anybody. He's very frugal, by the way. You wouldn't guess. (laughs) 
And so he uses himself as that, you know, moniker, as the brand. And the cool part about it that I see that he did, and people who are smart don't often do this, is they, you know, they rely upon their smarts. And he relies upon kind of what, you know, a lot of people, you know, roll their eyes at that sixth sense or blah, blah. And he relies upon that exclusively. It's really fascinating because I've met a few people that do it, but not to the extreme that he doesn't, he doesn't know that he does it. And I love that about him. He doesn't even know. He's just like, this is who I am. This is where I am. This is what we do. So is that, so just to clarify, is that for, you know, he relies on that sixth sense is that, are you talking about like intuition? You're talking about hunch or any, is that for, you know, making decisions? Like what, like what, what is, what is he relying upon that for? So do you ever watch somebody like an animal of prey, like a like a hawk or an eagle. What do they do? They focus and they focus and they circle and they circle and they circle and they circle and they study and they focus and they circle. And I kind of feel like that's what he does. And then he has a ton of information at his disposal and he's like, yes, we're going. And he had that initial yes. And then he's looking to prove that his yes is right. So in my world, I'm working with a guy who has a a tech company right now. And he started with me in the negative 5 million range, just so you get the context. (laughs) And um, his whole thing was grab and steal and greed and go and pronounce all the cool stuff he did in the world. And then, yeah, and then he got into a lot of trouble. So when I taught him how to tap into this and how to tap into it for sales, how to tap into it with his negotiations with the lawsuit he was in with the government, things started to turn around. And so today he has a $35 million company, which is lovely. And he's about to triple that this year. Because now he's got it as a second nature. So we're actually taught out of this stuff from the time we're kids. Because we need education and we need to be smart and we need to be right. And we got to get all the good grades. And so when you become an entrepreneur, you really got to learn this thing or else your stuff gets weird. And you don't understand why stuff doesn't work. And then it will work for a while and then we'll crash. And then it'll work for a while and it'll crash. And Branson doesn't the doesn't tap into the it's going to work for a while and crash. It's going to work all the time. He's just going to find mm. a way to get it to work. Mm. So it's, it's like, you know, I mean... You can roll your eyes if you want, because, hey, listen, I was one of those eye rollers <laughs> of like, oh, yeah, whatever you're talking about, uh, you know, I'm growing companies <laughs> and people are telling me this, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I didn't know I was doing it when I was building brands, when I was growing sales organizations. And there's a unique actual recipe that is used and not everybody uses it from the time they're kids. That's what he did. He's used it. All right. You sort of said the magic words. Unique recipe is something we need to dig into a little bit. But what you're saying is this recipe is the recipe that Richard Branson has used to create, you know, all of the Virgin companies and, you know, build the life that he has and presumably not die in the hot air balloon madness that he's done several times and, you know, stay alive through what I think most people would have considered, you know, very uh, dire circumstances and the client that you mentioned you're working with who goes from negative 5 million with uh, <laughs> some kind of protracted battle with the government to now running a $35 million company <laughs> on the verge of tripling this, I would be negligent as the host of this podcast if I didn't ask you to elaborate on that <laughs> unique recipe. 
<laughs> hey, Dean, you want to know what that is? <laughs> I sure do. Dean is just like, he's there waiting. He's got his pen in his hand. <laughs> he's studying, ready to go. <laughs> well, part of it is some of the things they talk about and mindfulness and, you know, all of these little bits are kind of playing around out there. And, you know, one of the things I would say is your personality is going to get in the way of your soul. Okay, whatever. Yes, you're going to say soul. Yes. Your personality is going to try to override your soul telling you that something is awesome and to move forward. Your personality will always try to get you to do what your personality has learned. So your soul is always a yes. And you can hear it and feel it, but you're like, no, that's not possible. That's not the right thing. That costs too much. I wouldn't possibly ever do that. That person doesn't look like the way I think they should. And so this little ounce of information that comes in, you actually steamroll over it with your personality. And Branson doesn't do that. He's done that a couple times and you can see it in his track record, but he doesn't do that as a general rule. And then there's this other piece that is super important. And this is why I talk about Einstein. I just, hey, did you guys watch that that show Einstein that was on uh, National Geographic? No, but if it's going to help me make a multi-billion dollar empire, I'm adding it to my wish list. Right? Right? I, I would anyway. It's super brilliant. But I was watching it for what was he sharing with people that he, maybe he didn't know he was sharing. And he was on the edge. And he was on the edge. But he was actually on the edge of how to really use energy for business. And the Tibetans knew this and the, you know, all the people who know all this woo stuff, right? It's really not woo. It's actually the true essence of how you grow anything. It's kind of fascinating. And so one of the pieces of it is, is the energetic piece. And our personality is going to say, well, that's weird. I can't see it. I can't touch it. I feel it. But I've, I've had experiences. No, that's just coincidental. That's not real. And so our personality is going to overrule it until it becomes inevitable through some sort of massive crisis. And the crisis is usually a big money crisis or a big health crisis. Hmm. And you said something important about Branson because he and I were talking about that. How I tapped into why I've been so good at what I've been doing all these years is because I nearly died. And then I found this energy. And I couldn't not acknowledge it because it just kept helping people. And, and I kept trying for years to try to prove it wrong. And Branson said something about his first balloon thing where he almost died. And that's when I understood that he really had this access and really got the energy thing that nobody very few people really get until something catastrophic nearly happens. And so he had it before. He just really opened it up wide once he had the balloon accident. Hmm. So you're saying that the vast majority of people, while their soul, their essence and their being has access to this, we just sort of mute that because of the loud noise, almost like the jackhammer of our personality. Is that right? <laughs> Yeah, our personality is like, you don't know what it's talking about. It's not real. That's not possible. It hasn't proven itself out, et cetera, et cetera. And, and we're really supposed to live from that natural state. Our education has taught us upside down. How do we tap into that? Because I think every entrepreneur who's listening has a 
deep level of respect for, you know, for Richard Branson and, uh, you know, what he's, what he's been able to accomplish. And he's just a very, it just seems like a really fantastic human being also, besides the fact that he's been successful in the business world. How do you dial into that more? Like, I'm sure that's what you cover in detail when you're, you know, you're doing your events and you're working with people and stuff, but, you know, is there, are there any tips or ways that you can describe how to do that? Here's something that's fascinating. I could describe it and your personality is going to say, and eh, that's weird, whatever your personality is going to do, whatever. And the really fascinating thing is the best thing you can do is say yes and explore it. I'll give you an example of a sales conversation I was having yesterday with somebody who wants to work one-on-one and they have a super wonderful private gym that's doing awesome dollars. And, you know, this guy is so cool. And he found me because he was attracted to the energy piece. And there aren't people who do energy in business. I mean, I'm, I'm one, a one-off. So I said to him, I said, I have to be sure that you're clear that when we work together, because I need to make sure you understand, I'm going to have to unwind. And this is your answer. I'm going to have to unwind what you've done in the past to get you to this more streamlined, aligned, I'm not going to listen to my personality, (laughs) the rule maker. So I'm going to jackhammer all that stuff off. And, you know, we're going to deal with energy. And he said, I have been looking for somebody like you. I just didn't know anybody existed. And so we have to clean off or take off the blinders and we have to say more yeses to the things that are unknown or weird. So for example, I said yes to doing the show with Dean because he's weird. So that, <laughs> so that, that must have been me doing something right according to this philosophy. Yeah. And are you having fun? I'm having a great time. I uh, Absolutely. So I guess it works. Right. And Dean, are you having fun? I feel like I've unlocked your potential, James. <laughs> I really think that's true. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, it is, you know, sort of the case here because we were both, well, you know, we're doing work and we're running our companies and stuff like that, but we need to have more fun. And the truth of the matter is there really was no logical reason for us to do this podcast. Like I don't even have any concept of <laughs> Any of this will be monetized or valuable from a financial perspective in any way. We just sort of went with it. We said yes to it. Like we'd have no plan except getting cool people on here and talking and having a good time. Yeah. And that part worked out. (laughs) That part. Yeah. That part is massively successful from that perspective. (laughs) So you look at Branson and what is his biggest tenant? His biggest tenant is have fun and take time off. Right. And through two massive traumatic experiences, one, the death of my husband, and my whole thing after that was, screw this, life's too short, man. (laughs) Life is too short not to take a whole bunch of time and do things that I totally want to do. And then the next one was when I nearly died, and then I was like, wait a minute, I just need to even pay attention to that way more interestingly and way more deeply. So Branson does that. I mean, you can see that he has, and I didn't know this until I'd been on the island. He has some, you know, he has his name, he has his own brand of like uh, kite surfing. And it's really fascinating what you don't know about the guy until you hang out with him. And you think that he's really loud and out there and does all these things, but you really don't know how many businesses he has his fingers in. Right. It's hundreds of companies, isn't it? 
I think it's over 280. Yeah. That's impressive. He doesn't say no very easily. You know, if he has an idea, they have a whole process of how to get him to say no. Because <laughs> 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 he's like, yes, and I'm going to figure out how and I'm going to monetize it. How does he maintain not getting distracted by saying yes all of the time? Sort of the opposite of that is something that I've heard from Warren Buffett, where he says the difference between very successful people and everybody else is that very successful people say no almost all of the time. And and I'm not saying that Warren Buffett is, uh, you know, the picture of vibrance and health or anything like that. But by, from a financial perspective, he's obviously done very well. How do you reconcile those things together? I didn't say he says yes to everything. Okay. Right? And so that's the misunderstanding. He doesn't say yes to everything. He's a, yes, let me think about it. Or, you know, remember, it has to be like there's something real here. Otherwise, it's not, it's a qualified yes. And so I'm going to tell you about, I interviewed, I used to have a radio show a long time ago, and I interviewed Warren Buffett's son. And I was like, okay, here's what I want to know. When you were a kid, what did your dad do? <laughs> it's a good question. Right? I was like, like when he would come and he, he like, what would he do? And he said he would sit in his office and have all of these books and graphs and things around for eight hours nonstop. And he would study for hours and hours and hours on end. And that's when he'd come out and make a decision. So if you look at the two, what they're doing is they're eagle-eyeing, study, 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 look, 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 and decide. And, you know, as you get really clear about that and learn to say yeses that are right, then you make better choices. But there's this other piece, which is energy that both of them, you know, according to Warren's son, both of them actually tap into because that's how Warren's son actually does what he does. And he's a famous a musician. So it's a qualified yes. It's not I'm just saying yes to everything. It's in line with like a direction that he feels compelled and pulled towards. Well, sort of. It's a qualified. No, I got it totally wrong, Dean. Help me out. <laughs> Throw me like a buoy or a lifesaver, life jacket or something, dude. <laughs> we need some sort of sound effect for the first time you've ever got anything wrong. Yeah, I don't have that one because it doesn't happen <laughs> all that often. Oh my god! So I'm the, I'm like helping you like identify places where you got something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. She's unwind. She's unwinding my personality <laughs> right here on the show with us. You heard it here Ooh. first. James P. Friel has flaws. I'm kind of good at that, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oops. <laughs> I'm looking at my phone right now for a sound. <laughs> Here, I'll go with I'll go with this one. This isn't the right one. That was <laughs> good enough. <laughs> there, there, you have it. Okay, all right. So if I'm if I'm off base with that, then what does it mean? There's this other piece that's even more paramount: is the soul. And that soul connection is the thing that they say yes to. Okay. I'm not going to pretend that I completely understand that. So the mind wants to understand and it's like, yeah, that's not a good idea to go to try to understand that because then the personality is already controlled and you need the jackhammer again. <laughs> right. So fitting that the jackhammer was outside of your house this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you had no idea it was going to come into play like this. I had no idea. Maybe I should have stayed and just let it go. <laughs> yeah, it would have been perfect. You wouldn't have even needed me to try and scramble up a sound effect. <laughs> the life of an entrepreneur, man. <laughs> yeah, completely. So your work then and what you do, you, you do events, you know, you do coaching, 
you have programs, you have things like that. What is a great way for somebody to explore your work and, uh, and sort of become more familiar with it so that they can decide how deep down the rabbit hole they really want to go with you? Because I imagine it goes very deep. Again, I mean, it depends. If you need money, there's a program for that because it's like, hey, everybody's got to have quick money, right? To get things going, particularly as an entrepreneur. You know, the easiest way I would say is this little book, not so little, but uh, this book that I wrote uh, called Five Essential Energies for Immediate Success. And it talks about this energy thing that I have been reporting here. And um, it talks about it physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, relationally, financially. And so you get a flavor of that. And then if you want to step into you need money, there's something for that. If you need business building and how, you know, like funnels, of course, I'm a funnel geek, right? From an ex-programmer. Or you really just want a big vision, numbers, kind of things like that. That's what it's going to lead you to understand where you can go. So... That's on my website, or you can go to 5essentialenergies.com, the number 5essentialenergies.com. Yeah, I think that's a great start. And if you're more advanced, you know, we have a set of videos that will be like, oh, this will get you out of any worry, fear, drama, funky circumstance that is taking over your mind and personality. <laughs> and it's a, it's a free video series that we give all my CEOs. And where do people go to get that? So they go to 5essentialenergies.com mm-hmm. with the number 5. For the book that you mentioned, where do they go for that video series if they're interested in that? Freekickstarter.com. Oh, it's on Kickstarter. No, it's just a really cool name. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. So so what's what's the address? It's called freekickstarter.com. That is my oh, freekickstarter.com. Okay. Well that's even better. Free Kickstarter. Right. Usually when you go to Kickstarter, you have to pay. So okay. this sounds this sounds better to me. This is free. <laughs> awesome. So Siobhan, I suspected before we got on the show today that you know 30 minutes or so would not be enough to describe what you do. But I think one of the things that I'm seeing here is that that's not the intention. Um, and that's probably why it is uh, it is more of something to explore rather than to try and quantify. Yeah, you know, thank you for saying that. So one of the things that happens with folks that come into my world is they're either an absolute yes or a, I get it and I need to take more action toward it. Or I don't know, this woman is a complete lunatic and then they find me about 10 years later. So those are the three scenarios. <laughs> <laughs> right. So if you fall into the camp of the latter group of people, hang on to these URLs and in about five to 10 years, you're going to need them. <laughs> because the weird thing that I found is the people that really, you know, hear this, they're so in the right place. Their personality is just so not going to let them go there. And if you just want fast results and you don't really freaking care how I get there, that's like that IT tech guy. A tech company, he was just like, I don't care what you do. So long as you get me to my result, I do not care how weird it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I'm losing money and the government's breathing down my neck. Give me what you got. Exactly. <laughs> and, and so he's like, I'll do whatever you tell me. And it works. And he says, I can't refute anything you've ever told me. So I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> so if you want that kind of stuff, then that's a good invitation. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. a it's a soul yes you know what i mean <laughs> yeah 
Outstanding. Dean, any parting words before we leave this conversation today? Uh, no, I, I just uh, thank Siobhan for uh, sharing all this wisdom. I, I, every time I hear Siobhan speak, I'm like, I think I, I edge closer to, to a, a moment of understanding, <laughs> if I'm honest. Like, but all I know is Siobhan's incredibly intelligent and six months ago gave me some advice as well that helped me have an incredibly successful live event. So on a personal level, Siobhan, because I don't think we've spoken too much since. Thank you for that. And uh, yeah, thank you for sharing all of this with the listeners. It's been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, likewise. Thank you. Uh, thank you for being on the show. I, I'm always delighted when we get a chance to talk. I think while my mind doesn't understand what you do completely, I know the results and the impact firsthand. And seeing the uh, you know the stories from other people is always powerful and awesome. So if any of you guys listening to the show feel compelled to uh, explore Siobhan's work, you've heard where you can go find that. Free Kickstarter.com and Five Essential Energies, right? Yep. Five, did I get that right? Yep. Yep. Fiveessentialenergies.com. And you'll find more of her goodness there. Any parting words of wisdom, Siobhan, before we uh, wrap it up today? No, I thought I'd be harassed a little bit more. So I'm kind of like, I was sweating bullets. And now I'm like, oh, wow, you guys were really cool and kind. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you uh, I think you did get off easy, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, I was, just, I was sitting back listening, taking it all in and uh Figuring everything out, and, and lo and behold, I forgot to attack you in the conversation. Yeah, I think it was, uh, and that's a testament to how, how well you do your thing. You ke- sort of kept our sarcasm at bay this entire time, which is a feat unto itself. I know. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like, that's pretty cool. Well, you know what? We're, uh, we'll have to have you back for round two. We're, we'll, uh, we'll put on our battle armor, and we'll be more prepared and not uh, lulled into the... Uh, this sense of awe next time. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Just the Tips. This is James P. Friel, along with my co-host, Dean Holland, signing off, and we will catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to get free from the day-to-day operations of your business while making more money, visit me at jamespfreel.com forward slash autopilot. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license.